good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cuff, Henny Cutter, Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanjahade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. They are. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis. Hey, we got to see them get this uh, great award today, and we're really excited to talk about that later in the show. Uh, you know, it's Indigenous Peoples Day, and uh, Haley, it was great to see you as always all around uh, all around the Twin Cities here, running around and working. Um, Pinagigi for all you do. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, had a lot of fun today and lots of celebrations going on here in Minnesota for the uh, Indigenous Peoples Day, which is now a statewide recognized holiday. Hoa. Hoa is right. Hey, let's take a quick listen to uh, State Representative Heather Keeler talking a little bit about Indigenous Peoples Day. Let's take a listen. Hey, welcome. We are here with State Representative Heather Keeler, and wow, we're really excited to talk about Indigenous Peoples Day. Thank you so much, Heather. Uh, we have a lot of information, and it'll be really fun for everyone to listen and learn. Thanks again, Heather. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is really exciting. Um, I always love Native Roots Radio and having the opportunity to just share the message that we're doing here in Minnesota. And one of the coolest things is this year, we are celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day for the first time as a state recognized holiday. Um, the really cool part about that is I, I kind of tell everybody that things start grassroots a lot, especially in Indigenous communities. And um, as a representative, I serve District 4A, which is Moorhead. And as I've said in a lot of spaces before being a legislator, I was an Indian education liaison. And I had the chance to work with students that were grades seven through 12 um, and had a lot of conversations with them. And one of the main things that always came up, and Robert, you and I talk about this a lot with your experience in education, um, is that we just don't see ourselves reflected in the school districts and the school systems, whether it's the individuals that are there, whether it's the artwork that's on the walls or the language that we see or in the curriculum. And so when I was a liaison, a lot of our students would ask, you know, why don't we do anything for Indigenous Peoples Day? Why don't we do anything school-wide? And so um, as liaisons, you know, it's our job to listen to the community and advocate to the higher administrators of the school districts um, for things like that. And so we did that. And unfortunately, we were told that we couldn't do any Indigenous celebration until it was a city or state recognized holiday. And so um, at the same time, I was getting my master's degree in educational leadership, and I was doing conversations in the community asking, what is the barrier to academic success outside of academic rigor? And so it was interesting because, you know, Robert, I wasn't asking people, are you good at math or like what's <laughs> science hard, you know, and the number one thing that rose to the top in that study was lack of representation. And a lot of people you know, really said, we want to learn more about the indigenous community. We know and respect the land we're on. You know, we've been talking about land acknowledgements for a while now, but how do we learn more? And so um, we started to advocate for that. And if you want to put up a picture, the coolest part is that I did this with my son at a city level. Um, he was, you know, in a middle school at the time. And so he showed up in city council with me um, and really advocated for why it was important from his perspective as a student to honor and recognize Indigenous Peoples Day, at least in our community of Moorhead. And so we were able to do that. Um, and it was one of the things then that other school districts around the state and other Indian education programs would say, well, how do we do that in our community? We want to be able to do that in our school district. We want, you know, all of our students to learn and love and understand the Indigenous community. And so um, 
we ended up really pushing it at a state level. And that's when we talk about representation really matters at these bigger spaces. Um, some of the things that kind of go along with that is, you know, we have um, tribal state relations is something that we've really worked on. Minnesota sits on 100% of ceded treaty territory land, which means every plot of land in the state of Minnesota was exchanged, you know, or stolen or taken or however we want to have that conversation in exchange for something, which is education, health care, and the right to hunt, fish, and gather on all of the land here. And so um, really just going back to educating about that, celebrating and lifting that stuff up. So we're excited. You know, one of the things is, is that in the state of Minnesota, as we passed it as a state recognized holiday, if you are in school today, your school is required to do one hour of indigenous education for all students, K through 12. Um, also, you know, it would be nice to kind of get your student parent committees involved. And what are you doing in the community? I know in Moorhead, we have a powwow tonight. Um, and we also have like a meal that our community gets to share in together. It's open to everybody. Um, this is an idea in the day that really is open to everybody to involve and learn about the beauty of our culture. Heather, I think you hit the nail on the head on a couple things. And me uh, being a former teacher, I believe that uh, a lot of people really want to know about our past and our history and are really, really curious. And and so it's really, like you said, uh, we're taking one step at a time here and really uh, getting letting our uh, our relatives, which is everybody, know about Native Americans and Indigenous Day. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because there's a lot of things that came from the Indigenous culture or the Native American culture. And, you know, our government, our U.S. government, the way it's set up is reflected on how our tribal leaders ran their communities and their tribes. And, and we don't really talk about that. You know, we don't talk about a lot of the ways that caring generationally, caring for the land, the way that we, you know, we had three sister gardens, which is very different than row farming right now. And so I think we could learn a lot. We could grow. We could be healthy communities if we just kind of understand, you know, the way that we think holistically, the way that we have relationships with um, Mother Earth and our relatives around us. And so I think it is really a beautiful opportunity because you're right. In my day job, I do a lot of education around Indigenous history. And a lot of people just have no clue. They were never taught about boarding schools. They were never taught about murder and missing indigenous women. They weren't talked about the treaties, like really what are the treaties and what is that obligation? And that's in our U.S. Constitution. And are we talking about that? Um, I also think it's important for education systems to know that indigenous history is not just history. We're still here. We're thriving. We're growing. I mean, you can look at our Minnesota legislature. We have you know, a, a precedent amount of Native Americans that are serving. We have the lieutenant governor is an enrolled member of a federally recognized tribe in our state. And so those are things that uh, prove that we're still here and we're still very much showing up in these spaces. And so I think we're not just in your social studies classes. We're not just in your history classes. I mean, I always say, why aren't we talking about us in PE? You know, lacrosse mm -hmm. is something that really stemmed from our culture to begin with or science, how we heat our homes and, um, you know, the relationship with water and different things like that. It's just very much, much bigger than just social studies. Right. And I, and, you know, I think one of the points too, that you make Heather is that we're, we're really into uh, supporting the community and learning about us. And, and, uh, you know, I like to bring up the fact that, you know, when I was 17 years old is when native Americans, uh, could first uh, practice their own religion. And so when people hear that, they really uh, are dumbfounded. And it's great that we have, again, inch by inch, this day in education happening. Yep, yep. It takes a little bit, right, at a time. And I say every time that for us to, like, disassemble hate, we really have to educate because we, you know, we have to know better before we can do better. So thank you for the opportunity to share this with all of you. Um, you know, continue to educate, reach out. There's all kinds of things happening border to border in Minnesota um, this year. And if nothing's happening in your community this year, start to engage and make sure something happens in your community next year. Wow. Thank you so much, State Representative Heather Keeler. Really informal. Have a great Indigenous Peoples Day. And Peeny Gigi, thank you so much for all the work that you've done. Sounds great. See you later. Wow.
We really love Heather Keeler. Thank you so much, State Representative. We'll be right back with uh, Dr. Stately. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake. When we heal from our traumas. When we face our fears. Let go of our addictions. When we relearn our values. When we live our teachings. Respecting our elders. Cherishing and honoring our children. When we honor and take care of our spirit. There will be no room left for sexual violence. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. In this critical time for Indian Country, voting is crucial to protecting the land, water, and communities. Voting creates collective power in securing our planet's future amid climate chaos. Engage in personal conversations with loved ones to ensure they are making informed voting choices. Register to vote. And don't forget that 16 and 17-year-olds can pre-register to vote in Minnesota. NACTI is asking us to stand together and make voting a tradition. Go to NACTI.org to learn more and make your pledge to vote. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, welcome back, uh, Haley. Yes, this portion of the show is supported by Strong Hearts Native Helpline. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Join Strong Hearts Native Helpline CEO Lori Jump for a virtual event, Let's Talk Empowerment, at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on October 17, 2023. Join us for a special online event featuring Lori Jump, CEO of Strong Hearts Native Helpline, as she leads an engaging and enlightening conversation on the pressing issue of domestic and sexual violence within Native communities. This event will delve into the crucial intersection between these forms of violence and the significance of culturally specific services and resources. Strong Hearts Native Helpline, free, confidential, anonymous, 24-7. Call or text 1-844-762-8483. That's 1-844-7-NATIVE. Or chat online at www.strongheartsnativehelpline.org. Yeah, good read. Hey, uh, great organization. Hey, Haley, uh... What a day today here. Uh, I saw you this morning at 7 uh, at the Indigenous People's Day Sunrise Ceremony. Then I saw you in Minneapolis. I was in St. Paul. And uh, what a day, what a day. And we have Dr. Stately on today uh, for a segment. Uh, we know he's a little under the weather. And uh, I just want to wish you a happy Indigenous People's Day. And uh, we know that's every day for us. But, uh, you know, the government... Uh, is looking, um, is uh, acknowledging it, and we're really glad to see that. Welcome. <clears throat> well, good evening. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed. I missed all the Indigenous Peoples Day weekend events, even. So, Wamni, I missed a Wamni festival, which I heard was amazing. Mm-hmm. I got to go through my Facebook scroll and see all of my friends who went to the different things. and posted about it <clears throat> so i was kind of living living the experience um vis-a-vis facebook nobody facebook lived which was really disappointing to me <laughs> yeah well we we did today um, nobody i knew anyway yeah well 
Dr. Stately, uh, maybe uh, one of the things we were texting back and forth and uh, we were in Minneapolis and we got to see the governor who, who, who calls me by my first and last name, which uh, we're, we're getting tight now after all these years. And uh, your sister Peggy Flanagan was there and a lot of other politicians and uh, it was good to see them. Uh, Tina, uh, Tina Smith, who's uh, part of the... Um, Native American uh, committee as a senator. I didn't really know that. That was awesome. I had a nice little short conversation with her. But we know uh, not only is it Native American Heritage Day, but it's also Reef Day deadline. It is Reef Day deadline. That's true. It is. Yeah. about that? (laughs) Tell our audience. uh, It is. It is. It's like ridiculous. Oh my god! I do this every year. It's crazy. Yeah, my kids actually. I'm raising, doing a fundraiser for my children for the. But you know, I have to raise. I have to spend the money no matter what. So I thought, well, either myself or the people, I'm gonna maybe get them, um, give them to people who like their own wreaths. So anyway, yeah. So. Well, raising you, money and asking for donations to buy wreaths for elders. So, <clears throat> well, you know, we're in Wendy and I are in, and last year too, you remember the wreath we got? We uh gave it to uh my son in law and uh daughter, so that was that was good. And I think uh giving it out to uh what what you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier would be really great. I think we'll just order, you know, whatever I get, I'm going to order, whatever I get that's excess, I'll order. It's for elder people. And, um, yeah, I'll just give them to people who probably can't get them themselves. So, yeah. Well, a life of being a good um, father, and uh, I just wanted to, to let everybody know um, that's part of the gig, and you're awesome about it and a little relentless, so uh, I appreciate it. Oh, Thank you. Well, if anybody in the audience or listening wants to read, you can look at my Facebook post. There's a, it's at the top of the place, uh, Facebook post about this ridiculous rate sales things I have to do. So, and and, and <laughs> spell your and, spell your name. And and I, and I, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's my name's right there on the screen. Um, but I was going to say was um, the thing that's interesting. Oh, because people are listening. It's not ra- it's radio, right? Okay. So yes, yes. Anthony, like Mark, An- like Mark Anthony, the great lover of Cleopatra. So Mark An- Anthony, and last name is Stately, just as it sounds. Stately Way Manor. <laughs> stately young man. Oh my God. How stately could you be? Jeez. Oh, so you're under under the weather. Do you want to talk a little, touch a little bit about that? Uh, because I'm actually feel I'm actually feeling really good today. It's like I I actually Friday just like I get to work, I pull in, I get to my desk, I'm sitting on my computer, eight thirty or so, and I'm like all of a sudden I'm like God, I don't feel I feel kind of funny. So I'm like yeah, go to the bathroom, come back drink a little bit of my coffee, start answering some emails. And about 40 minutes later, I'm like, I really don't feel well. <clears throat> and um, I have a meeting coming up and I'm like, oh, I'll just take this meeting and try and push through. And then I was like, I, like I started getting this pain in my legs and in my hips and my lower back. And for me, <clears throat> it happens consistently every single time. Like if I get the flu or something, it starts in my legs, my legs start to ache, my hips ache. So like I feel it in my joints mostly, right? And it's been like that almost my whole entire life. This is not like because I'm 61 years old. This is just how it's always been. So I was like, oh, I need to probably get out of here and go home, right? So I got in the car, drove home, got home, went to bed for about an hour, got up, had some food because I hadn't had breakfast yet. And I took a COVID test. I was like, oh, I better test for COVID. And sure enough, um, you know, um, it was positive. Um, Or no, actually, on Friday morning was negative. Mm. So it's like, oh, I just probably have a garden variety of flu. No big deal. I'll be done with this in a couple of days, right? I just Mm -hmm. got my COVID test and my COVID shot and my flu shot the day before. So I was like a little bit miffed about that because i missed it by like a day you know i was like wow. right now should have got it last week 
<laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so and then I went to bed and I like I went back to bed and I slept for like nine hours, ten hours. I woke up the next day, didn't feel all that much better, and so I was like, "Well, let me take a test again, just to double check." And <clears throat> then it was positive on Saturday. And by the end of the day on Saturday, I was like. My entire body was sore. I couldn't hardly move. Oh I like, I was. Well, at one point, I was shaking so badly I couldn't even like pour the water in my teacup. I was like, call and ask for help. Like I was literally, I was like, I wasn't cold. It wasn't cold inside my house, but I, I felt cold. There was no mm. way for me to get warm. So I ran a really hot shower, got in the shower, I put like about ten blankets on top of me in my bed. I drank my tea and I went and I took some Nyquil and I went to sleep and I slept literally for like 16 hours. I woke up the next day, like 16 hours later. Whoa. Wow. And today is the first day I kind of feel like a human being. So hence I'm being on the radio. So if I felt mm -hmm. like crap, I wouldn't be here. So I'm feeling way better, but it's still, you know, it's lingering. I'm happy. It's not in my chest, you know, like I, my first, experience with covid was it just kind of settled in my chest mm -hmm. and i felt like something i felt like I, found a, this on the web. I felt like a thousand pound elephant sitting on my chest you know it was just like uh elephants are probably way more than a thousand pounds but anyway <laughs> um <clears throat> but you know i was just i didn't feel that way and thank god because there that that experience early the first experience did feel like i was actually to dying and in fact i was yeah. um <clears throat> this one just felt like i wanted to because it was <laughs> it didn't feel i was uncomfortable i couldn't get comfortable in my bed i could like i i shifted and i just oh i tried so many times like just to try and find a, a comfortable spot and it was because uh, i just ached i ached all over and it was gross mm. like it. so wow yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you're feeling better, and we're only going to keep you on one segment today. Um, uh, one of the things I did want to say, too, uh, we had a show with you and Deanna, and uh, with the great uh, work of uh, you guys telling your story, if you're looking for uh, Dr. Stately's story, which to me was very emotional that night when we recorded that, uh, we've gotten almost 20,000 views on that, and uh, it's well worth uh, the listen if you want to check it out on uh, native roots radio or on our um all our uh you know uh, itunes and things so again um it's I, I i'm glad you're feeling better i'm really glad you're feeling better and That's i'm good. glad you could check in with everybody and uh um one last uh anything else you want to mention here this last minute we have here with you no i mean i just want to encourage people like if you I'm really grateful I got it. I recently read something about COVID and it's like, they just did a study. They looked at all the people that had died over the last year. 70% of the people who have died from COVID-19 in the last year in 2023 have been um, people over the age of 65, 65 or older. So, you know, be a good relative, get your COVID vaccine, you know, mask up when you're around elders and make sure you're taking care of everybody else. Perfect. <clears throat> Great perfect great way to end the show good to see you dr stately i will have an extra fry bread for you tonight at the powwow ho -wah. thank you see you soon we'll be right back this is native roots radio presents i'm awake stay with us getting bus and train information in your language just got easier customers who call metro transit at 612-373-3333 are able to select language options at the start of the call access next trip their automated real-time schedule information tool and other metro transit assistance by calling 612-373-3333 for more information about other transit informational tools visit metrotransit.org slash tools.
Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. It's an absolute must for any true foodie. Vinaigrette at 50th and Xerxes in South Minneapolis offers premium oils and vinegars for the most discriminating of tastes. This is Sarah Piepenberg, owner of Vinaigrette. We bottle on-site, there's no guesswork, and you get to taste test each and every oil and vinegar we offer. Our direct relationship with the growers ensures an uncompromised level of satisfaction. When you need to know you're cooking with the finest ingredients, first contact the independently owned Vinaigrette, 50th and Xerxes in South Minneapolis. Online at vinaigrettemn.com. 2023 is here, and you can make it the Year of the Eagle with the National Eagle Center. You and your family can enjoy exciting eagle experiences, including field trips, private habitat tours, and exclusive behind-the-scenes tours. Meet live eagles up close, view bald eagles and golden eagles in the wild, and receive personal one-on-one education with dedicated and knowledgeable eagle experts as you journey into the world of eagles like never before. Learn more and plan your unforgettable eagle experience today at nationaleaglecenter.org slash experiences. Mental health challenges among our youth have reached crisis levels post-pandemic. Anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction are at unprecedented levels among teens and young adults. Parents, if your adolescent, teen, or young adult is struggling with mental health challenges, empower them with a fresh start at Hazelden Betty Ford. Hazelden Betty Ford can provide a clear path forward for you and your children in network with most insurance. This message is brought to you by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hi, I'm Peter Solak. And I'm Adam Ostrowski. We are here at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces to talk about outdoor fires. Sitting around a fire is the oldest, most basic form of human activity. What's new is in the way fire is burned. We can show you how to burn cleaner with a lot less smoke. The radiant heat and light from an open fire is unmatched. It kindles our spirits and connects us to the outdoors. And now it's easier to experience and enjoy. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces sells and installs wood and gas burning fire pits and fireplaces. Let us help you experience an outdoor fire without all the smoke. Come see the many ways you can enjoy a fire outdoors. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces has over 35 working wood and gas units on display at the corner of East Franklin and Riverside Avenue in Minneapolis. More information at woodlandstoves.com. Find the fire that works for you. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Clear tonight with a low of 38, then Tuesday sunshine with a high of 54. Cafe Latte is unlike any restaurant you've ever experienced. Grab a tray and pick from their award-winning selections of soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. Cafe Latte, Victoria Street and Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or CafeLatte.com. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Yes, they do. And it was great to see Dr. Stately. And uh, we got a, a jam-packed show here, too. I just want to uh, read a, a mem that came on my, uh, my Facebook it says, I, or, or just a meme or a mem, whatever they're called. Haley, I'm 62, damn it. Oh, hey. Uh-oh. Oh, I assume that Columbus Day sale means I can just walk into the store and take whatever I want. That's a, that's a good one. I like that one, too. I like that. And then also a shout out to indigenous peoples walking in two worlds. That's us studying in Western institutions, working in a colonial context, destructing trauma, 
learning traditional lang- languages, practicing ceremonies, singing your traditional songs, your ancestors are stoked for you. So speaking of stoked for us and our ancestors today, we had an opportunity to hear uh, uh, the lieutenant governor and the governor. Uh, you were stoked. Uh, you saw uh, the governor call me by my first name and shake my hand and give me a hug and and I got an updated selfie with them. You were impressed, and that's what I'm trying to do here is impress you, Haley. Always impressed with you, Dega. <laughs> and then where where did we hear them? What what, uh, what are the many uh, things that we went to today? What was that ceremony? It was uh, for that the, was the blessing of the new site for the um, health uh, health the Indian Health Board, the yeah. health center. Yeah, it was exciting. Um, why don't we take a quick listen to uh, both of them? Uh, great speakers, but also ta- speaking a lot of truth here for our uh, listeners to listen to. So let's take a quick listen. Speakers and supporters now to offer a few words. It is my pleasure to welcome and introduce the governor of the great state of Minnesota, Tim Waltz. Well, thank you, Dr. Rock, and good afternoon to all of you. Senator, Senators, uh, Lieutenant Governor, it's great to stand here on this uh, this Dakota land. Uh, today is the first time in the state of Minnesota that we're officially acknowledging Indigenous Peoples Day. We're not, we're not hyphenating it, and we're not sharing it with anyone else today. And uh, we're very cognizant, too, that one proclamation and an acknowledgement of a day does not cure centuries of systemic racism, discrimination, and the things that have been perpetrated on the indigenous communities of Minnesota and of, of course, this country. But as you recognize these leaders that came up here, isn't it interesting when folks who start to get elected that look like and reflect their communities, how things start to get done? And it's really important, I think, to remember that as you start putting people in whose lived experiences start to reflect the types of decisions they're making around government. And I, for one, uh, feel blessed every day that my partner in this work, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, um, we have been friends for a long time. We're mentors to each other. We have different lived experiences, but I think combining those and bringing it, especially around this issue of equity and acknowledging the state of Minnesota is acknowledged as one of the world's leading health providers, and we have some of the best outcomes, unless of course you're not white, and then those numbers start to drop off. And I think the acknowledgement that when we talk about one Minnesota, or we talk about a place where everyone can thrive, it is going to be critical that it starts out with those basic services. So to Dr. Rock and the team of IHB, that work that you do every day to provide equitable outcomes in health for folks is absolutely a building block. Making sure that maternal health care is there, making sure that our children get off to a healthy start, making sure that the state of Minnesota truly lives up to that ideal, that everyone is welcome here and everyone should have a chance to thrive. So thank you to the legislators who made the commitment to make sure that this world-class facility that sets here and the folks that we recruit and they're going to work here um, are going to make sure the community gets the health care that they deserve, that is long overdue, but is now going to be delivered right here on this land. So as the sun shines on us today on this beautiful Minnesota day, all of you who came out, those of you who brought little ones to come out or whatever, these are the historical moments that start to change the tide of those centuries of neglect. And I think it's important to celebrate together. We know there's a long ways to go, but this is an incredibly important project. So thank you all for the work you've done. And with that, I'm going to turn it to my partner in this justice work, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. Abuju, Peggy Flanagan, Indigenous Kaz, Gijiwewe Damokwe, Indigo, Sorry. I'm so happy to be here. Um, And I'm a little overwhelmed by it, if I can be completely honest. So many people have worked so hard to make this day a reality. And as many of us just shared a meal across the street, um, 
that was Dr. Rock, don't worry, chock full of healthy nutrients and there was no fry bread or sugar that was a part of it. Um, it just in an acknowledgement of how far many of us have come in this work. And the, the number of people who had organized around making Indigenous Peoples Day a reality in a state recognized holiday have been numerous. And it's been handed off from person to person to person to get us here. And I, I just wanna say, and the governor said it so politely in the most Minnesotan way possible, and I appreciate that, that today is Indigenous Peoples Day and it does not need to be shared with anyone else. And if you're Minnesotan, you can read between the lines about what that actually means, and it's very polite. Um, but I, I think it is, um, it's incredibly important to just acknowledge that. And it's not just about one day, but it's about telling our young people the truth. It's about our young people knowing their full identity and being able to show up as their indigenous selves when just one generation removed from us that was prohibited before. It is about walking with our shoulders back and literally just shutting down the street as we walked over here because we deserve to take up space and to be seen and heard and valued and protected and believed every single day. So as we are here in this place, and there are so many hands that shaped this day in getting us here and to celebrate the Indian Health Board and IHB on this beautiful space, that equity in grant making, equity in bonding, and saying that we are going to set aside dollars specifically for indigenous communities and specifically for communities of color who have been left out of this process for far too long. Because you know what? We know how to best invest and spend those dollars in the ways that make sense to our own communities. And for too long as indigenous peoples, folks have said, we know what's best for you. We know what policies works best for you. We know how to spend these resources and these dollars. Turns out, we can do it ourselves. And so when we're here at IHB, we also can lift up the incredibly important health equity work that happens every single day, where people don't have to show up as just part of themselves, because we know that individuals don't come in pieces, that you can be treated with Western medicine and you can be treated with spiritual medicine and traditional medicines to make sure that we're taking care not just of your body, but of your mind and also of your heart because that's how we've always done it. And that is the important work that keeps happening here. And so we've had some victories and because of our sister in the legislature here and our legislators who are here, who have said that we want equity. We have an American Indian Health Equity Office now that has been started in the Department of Health. We have resources that are specifically going to cultural prevention and treatment and recovery, again, because we know how to tend to our bodies and to our hearts and to our recovery in a way that no one else can understand. And so I just wanna encourage you that it matters that you are here today and it matters that you keep showing up to talk about what you want for yourself what you want for your children, what you want for your children's children, and how important that is. Because frankly, our people deserve it. So we've come a very long way and I've been honored and humbled to be on this journey with so many of you in a whole bunch of different roles that we've all had, but we've all supposed to be here in the right place at the right time to do this work together. And one of those people who is, seems to always be in the right place and the right time is um, our dear Senator Tina Smith, who has taken her role on the Indian Affairs Committee in the United States Senate, and I think really honored the good work of the, the late great Senator Paul Wellstone, who had that seat. 
and has spent a lot of time in Indian country. And people don't know her as U.S. Senator Tina Smith. They know her as Tina. And that matters. So um, I don't know if, if you are going to introduce her or if I can do it. Can I do it? Okay. Yes. Um, so this amazing woman had this job as lieutenant governor before I did, and I would have never even entertained maybe having this job until she took it and she ran with it and she took it and just reshaped what this role looks like because it's simply what she does. She shows up and she gets incredible work done. And the governor and I have been so honored to be able to work with her in this role and to know that we have a true partner in Washington, D.C. And so I know she has been instrumental in making sure that IHB can thrive. And Dr. Rock, thank you to you and your incredible team and all of the people who do such good work here to care for our spirits and care for our bodies and care for our health. And one of the people who's been instrumental in allowing that to happen is our United States Senator, Tina Smith. Hey, up next, uh, we'll be listening uh, to uh, Tina Smith uh, speak some good words here. And you're listening to Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake on Indigenous Peoples Day. And as you know, Haley, it, every day is Indigenous Day for us. ho Right on. Hey, we'll be right back after this short ma- uh, break. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA approved for ages six months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. You can visit vaccines.gov for free vaccine locations. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Getting bus and train information in your language just got easier. Customers who call Metro Transit at 612-373-3333 are able to select language options at the start of the call. Access Next Trip, their automated real-time schedule information tool and other Metro Transit assistance by calling 612-373-3333. Three 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 three. For more information about other transit informational tools, visit metrotransit.org slash tools. In recognition of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, this message is brought to you by Strong Hearts Native Helpline, a culturally appropriate domestic and sexual violence helpline for Native American and Alaska Natives. Advocates provide free support and advocacy 24-7. Call or text 1-844-762-8483, that's 1-844-7-NATIVE, or chat online at strongheartshelpline.org. Safe, anonymous, confidential, 24-7. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? How? Good one. Hey, as promised, uh, why don't we take a, uh, it's, uh, you know, Indigenous Peoples Day, and why don't we take uh, the clip from uh, our senator, um, Tina Smith. Why don't we take a listen? St. Paul on the Mississippi River, uh, celebrating and commemorating Indigenous Peoples Day with um, students from Minneapolis and St. Paul Public Schools, and that also was very beautiful. Um, But Dr. Rock, to be here to imagine this community wellness center that will soon be built, will be native designed and native constructed as well. How fantastic is that? (laughs) Tending as my dear friend, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan said, to the full health 
of the urban indigenous community that lives around this part of the community. You know, today is a meaningful day because we celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day and it's important to remember that this is happening on the second Monday of October, which historically has been a celebration of colonization, right? It was a celebration in our country that did not tell the story of what happened, the impacts of colonization. It did not tell about the grief and the trauma and the dislocation and the genocide. It told only a sanitized version of where this country comes from. And so here we are on this Dakota land and we have the opportunity today to celebrate not only the true story of Indigenous Peoples Day, but also the creation of this incredible center for health and wellness that is going to be taking us forward. And I have in my heart and in my mind today, the story of native peoples in this community, the educators and the healers and the small business owners and the, the builders and the architects and the protesters and the resistors, the people that are the present and the future of this community and this amazing place that we are all blessed to share together. So thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of the celebration. I am very excited to see how this gets built with the love and kindness and strength of this community. Thank you so much, everyone. Really wild. That this, was, uh... you all may well know, is the amazing Jody Harpstead, who runs the Department of Human Services. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Senator Smith and Governor Walls and Lieutenant Governor Flanagan for who you are for the people of Minnesota. And thank you, Dr. Rock, for the invitation to be here with you today. At the Department of Human Services, we are honored to be working in partnership with the IHB to support vital health care based on local history and cultural knowledge and guided by traditional healing practices. It's truly a wonderful moment to be standing here today where the Mananda Wiwe Wellness Campus will be built as a visible sign of health and well-being for the urban American Indian community here. I'd like to recognize and thank everyone here whose work helped to to support the successes we're celebrating today. Your expertise and collaboration in this past legislative session especially were essential to passing major initiatives that will benefit the urban American Indian community on a permanent basis. I've been in community with all of you in our native communities in Minnesota now for four years. A lesson I've learned is that culture is medicine and you have ways to heal your community and you have had long before the Department of Human Services and Western medical practices existed. In well, hey, there's uh, politicians talking again, but it was great to hear from uh, Tina Smith. And uh, what a day, Haley, what a day. Um, and we are going to a powwow tonight, too, after the show that started at 5 o'clock. And uh, it's at American Indian Magnet School in St. Paul. And... Uh, their school has been redesigned and uh, worked on for over a year, so it'll be great to see. Uh, they have a big circular cafeteria now uh, where the powwows are going to be held instead of the, the gym, so that'll be exciting to see and uh, see all our relatives in St. Paul. It's weird. Uh, you've probably noticed this too in your travels, but uh, a lot of people <laughs> uh, stay in St. Paul and do St. Paul stuff. The other people do Minneapolis stuff, and very few go back and forth, but it's... Uh, that river, that river's scary, I guess. I know. People are afraid to cross the yeah. river and, and come over to the other side of the Twin City. But, yeah, it was really great. I, I'm just really, really grateful and blessed to live in Minnesota where we have such representation in our legislature and such great allies such as Tim Walls and Tina Smith mm -hmm. and... Um, you know, just a lot of really great activities going on today in celebration of Indigenous Peoples Day, which again is now a state recognized holiday in Minnesota as of today. So that's very, very exciting. And like, again, just a ton of events going on. We were out at uh, Bidet Ma Makas, I, I 
I'm so terrible at saying that. Yes. Sorry. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. We were out there at the sunrise ceremony this morning, which was beautiful. It was very cold, but uh, everyone bundled up and it was a great ceremony. We actually saw a chashap fly over us, an eagle. Uh, in the middle of our ceremony, in the middle of prayer and yeah. song. So that was a really, really great thing to see. Well, uh, back to Bidet Makaska. Uh, uh, Haley, can you imagine how long it took me to uh, get that down? Just uh, think Bidet about Makaska. Yeah, just think about, <laughs> think about your Dega there and uh, how he destroys names all the time here on Native Roots Radio and... Uh, um, so if you make a little hiccup here and there, uh, it's nothing compared to what I've done on this show over the last seven years. It hasn't been, it hasn't been too bad, but <laughs> yeah. I do have to help you out a little bit. Uh, it's like, what is that a, is that a turkey or an eagle? What, what is that? No, just kidding. But yeah, the yeah. eagle was very symbolic today. Yeah. And it, it, it's for real too. And, um, those are things that I think normal people that aren't constantly like myself looking for eagles um, are there a lot more than you really know. And, you know, not to get dark here for a second, though, Haley, but, you know, I'm 62, and when I was young and for a long time, the eagles have been and are still on the endangered species. Uh, We had very few, and I never saw one. And so now we see them all the time. There's a uh, on my morning walk on River Boulevard, there's uh, a big, big uh, nest right off the the boulevard, and I see the eagles, four or five of them, flying over at different times of the day, and it's uh, it's our it's our relatives blessing us, really. Um, we're, and we're Eagle Clan, so it's even better. Right. Yep. Chashap, Chashap Clan, Ho Chunk Nation, and my 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 Ho Chunk name has a Chashap in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very great. Yeah, it is. yeah, and mine is uh, Thunder, so I must be in the Thunder Clan. Oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, today, uh, ceremony, and what a great thing, too, Haley. Uh, you know, we've dealt with COVID and people not being in community for so long, and uh, it's just great. And all these things that we've been going to lately are just lots and lots of people because... Um, we were stifled for so long with COVID. And uh, and it's always good to have Dr. Stately on too and talk about things because um, people that I know have been vaccinated that have COVID have not had it that bad. Mm-hmm. And so we have to remember, remember that, that if uh, we get vaccinated, we're on a good, good side of uh, the sickness and not to get too sick. And uh, that's what I'm all about. I've already had my flu shot. And um, up next is the the COVID vaccine again. So I'm excited, and uh, we're in a lot of groups, and uh, we want to stay healthy, but we also want to keep the older ones and the ones that may be, um, you know, immune uh, problems. We want to be really protective of them. So, hey, great show, Haley. Great work today. I'll see you later at the powwow. You're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Please uh, uh, vote and uh, do what you got to do and protect Mother Earth. And free Leonard Peltier. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, everyone out there. We'll see you tomorrow.